but yeah, welcome back. Hey, so, um, let's just jump into it and say this is the retro breakdown, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is the beginning. This, this is the beginning, is the of, the beginning of the retro breakdown, and I'm calling it the retro breakdown, and I'm Time Wanderer, and he's Tom. Yeah, and you didn't miss an hour or anything. This is actually the start. Yeah, we actually, yeah, it actually, nice. it actually nice. happened. <laughs> just recording this like a good solid five hours after the release of the previous podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a day or so after we we, we recorded that one, we were uh, we've been. I've been playing Terranigma for a long time, and the Mischief Makers has just kind of been hanging out out there, and I wasn't sure that either of those were going to be finished this week. So we're also playing Donkey Kong Country 2, which I think is going to be our topic next week. Yes. But it's all just kind of culminated at the same time, so it's like, well, I finished Mischief Makers literally like three days ago, so we might as well just talk about it. Yeah, and and, and that's, I mean... It's a game that I didn't play it for the podcast. I just watched you play it, and I had played it a long time ago, just not that much of it. Um, yeah, I decided to let I decided to let it let it let it just be your feelings because I knew I wasn't going to get a hundred percent in it. And as it turns out, <laughs> neither did I. <laughs> neither did you for reasons. There were there were some reasons. There were. There's there's a lot. But before we get into that, there is something that we we talked a lot about the games that we'd been sort of into lately. We talked about Nier and Yakuza and uh, a little Monster Hunter, a little bit of Monster Hunter, a some Pokemon snapping. Snap. Yep. But we did not talk about the Yakuza slash Lost Judgment Heck yeah, uh, dude. stream and announcement and everything. I, I got to say, I love I love the new way that games are announced. It's so much fun. I, the, every every studio's like, hey, let's make a let's make just make a live video of whatever the big game is we want to talk about. Yeah. It's it's I think it's way more. Uh, maybe, it's a maybe very it's not better, but it's kind of I think it's just different. So it's 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 exciting. Like there is something cool about having a huge big event where it's like, boom, here's five hundred things you care about, and you're like, Jesus. But there's also something cool about it being like, hey, it's just a random Tuesday. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that like I feel like the Nintendo Direct as a as Direct. a format. Thank you. Thank you, Nintendo Direct. Is what has basically like it, it's weird that it's Nintendo that figured this out. It's very weird. Well, and it was because Nintendo's like, yeah, we don't want to go to E3 anymore. Forget it. And like, yeah, let's do this, let's do this online thing because we you know we're known for being innovative and having a up-to-date online system that's totally that totally doesn't have infrastructure for Windows 97 still or 98 or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i mean like for nintendo to be like forward thinking and and like sort of leading the way in yeah, outside anything of regarding like <laughs> internet marketing yeah well to be fair we did talk about the the super nintendo satellite well yeah the the satellaview yep the satellaview that's true, but like no, I know, I know that that, over, that is for the last twenty years they have been behind the curve. They were the last, they were the last America major especially. console manufacturer to support HDMI, yeah, and like and like actual, actual like high definition resolutions. The we ran at ten or four eighty i, yeah, one in the and switches. that was and that thing came out in like two thousand five, like it was not that yeah. long ago. Yeah, it was. I think it was even six. 2006? I want to yeah, say I think the Yeah, I think the 360 came out in 2005, and yeah, the, the PS3 and the Wii came earlier. out in 2006. Yep, yep. So yeah, literally 15 years ago, 
Nintendo launched a console that did not support HD resolutions. Yeah, sure. Maybe it doesn't come with the cables for it. Like, you know, the 360 didn't start with the HDMI cables. Right. No, they gave you component cables. The component cables. Yeah. Um, But they had the port for it. But they certainly had. And the the games outputted it. And eventually it became unplayable without it. Yes. Yes, it sure did. I mean, I guess the component cables, you could still, they were okay. But if you tried to do, because you could still technically use composite, I believe. Yeah. I, I think they gave, I think they came with the, I think they came with the cords that. It was like uh, that, that monster it, cable. That yeah, had they like had like all, all five attachments or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or seven. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, ridiculous. Because then, then text became unreadable. Cause mm-hmm. was, I remember was, that. I remember playing a game and be like, yeah, I can't read this. I need a TV. Literally cannot read it. I, I, need, a, I need a new TV. <laughs> it's weird to think that I played like all of Call of Duty Modern Warfare on a on a tube screen TV. Like it's it's yeah. it's strange to think that I was still like, I mean, I didn't get a, a, a HD TV until until Metal Gear Solid uh, four came out because that's when i was like i gotta i gotta have a tv for this i can't right right i right. can't i can't suffer through anymore i i need i need the full experience <laughs> why are we still here yeah exactly just to suffer <laughs> <laughs> i know that's the wrong metal gear but the the reference was right there it's never the wrong metal gear that's true they're all connected <laughs> um yeah so I mean, I don't know how we got there exactly, but... Well, yeah, I, forgot. I actually forgot what we were talking oh, about. Oh, we were talking about... We got to, like... I was using Nintendo being, oh, yeah. like, the last to adopt, like, online infrastructure and HD, you know, HD support on its consoles and being like... But they pioneered the Nintendo Direct, which was the idea that, like, hey, you know, you could just stream content to people, like, directly. Yeah, Rest just, in just, peace, Iwata. Just put it right in their brain. Hey, you yeah. know he has a book out. Iwata. I don't know if it's it's his book, but it's like a book of stuff that he said or did. Or uh, yeah, I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Like it, like wisdom from Satoru Iwata. Yeah, I, I believe Kojima Iwata-isms. released one too. I feel like <laughs> Kojima's book is just going to be uh, like three hundred pages of that one stock photo of him, <laughs> where he just kind of looks smug and his eye arms are crossed. Oh yeah, whereas, I know the you, one. Whereas Iwata's book is. I would imagine actually has real things in it <laughs> with with the you know with the word strand posted over over top like superimposed over his photo in Comic Sans font. Yeah, but then when you actually like if if, if but then when people start digging into the image like the image files of the book, it turns out like though the entire book is actually in there. It's just like embedded in the code of the image. And, oh and yeah, you it's have like to decipher like, the story. Every every page is like ASCII art of him, yeah. but then you can like actually like decode the ASCII, and then that, and then, then the that's story what the book is, yeah, and then from there the the story is probably the plot of his next game that we'll figure out in ten from ten years from now. Yes, when you take like certain letters from certain lines of mm-hmm. the book, I remember they he did something fun like that with Metal Gear Solid Three at the E three pamphlets because they had a photo of it in one of like the EGMs where if certain. Like when you like certain letters were highlighted and it spelled big boss or something like that when you when you looked at it. But if you oh, looked at okay. it quickly, you didn't see that's what it was. Um, I like I like I like cool promos like that. Yeah. I like wouldn't want a, book. a promo that's like weirdly <laughs> like an ARG. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like we have Nintendo to thank for for like this new thing where if a if a company is big enough 
and their property is popular enough, they can just plan an event. Yeah. They can just plan a live stream event and be like, we're going to announce some stuff and we're going to get the, the actors and the creators to just talk about their stuff. And, and that's just going to be a whole big fun thing. And you're just, mm-hmm. we're all just going to geek out. And then we're going to tell you some exciting stuff and we don't have to wait for E3 to do it because E3 sucks and nobody cares. Yeah. E3, um, it's it's sad because I still love the idea of E3 a lot. Like, I, yes. I'll never forget getting the magazines oh, the I know. month after E3 and being like, this is so freaking exciting. I know. <laughs> At one point, it was a very exciting, fun event because it was like, this is where we're going to find out all of this stuff. But now it's it's the Internet kind of ruined that because for God's sakes, they, they there was, I was just talking about this with Leticia, how there's apparently some board meeting. I don't know if it's Samsung or another company that's making the OLEDs for whatever the next Nintendo console is. Hmm. And in the notes, like so it's a public company. So I guess the right. some of the notes from the board meeting are then put in a public space. Yeah. And like in shareholder there, it says notes and stuff. Right. So it's the shareholder notes. And one of the shareholder notes said something along the lines of, yeah, we're doing the the screen for the new Nintendo thing. Yep, I heard about this. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. So that's Thanks, a internet. Because, <laughs> like, everyone had room. I mean, we all know it's coming, but it's one thing to know it's... the rumor in the most mundane and boring way possible. Yeah, and that's that's totally the fault of people that, you know, that that, that have to data mine a patch. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, just let the, let the items come out when they come out. Well, you don't have to... We don't have to know that there's a space open for, you know, X character uh, or, or X item or whatever's going to happen. It's it's sort of fun when things can just happen, but that is not the nature of the world we live in. No, there is too much information and it is everywhere all the time and it is always accessible. Yeah. Well, and, and people really want to know, like, uh, you know, like for trailers for movies, I won't watch most trailers for movies because they'll give yeah. away too much of the movie, but there's been a couple studies that show most people enjoy knowing what's coming because then they can have the anticipation for the that scene for when the movie plays it. Whereas for sense. me, it's more exciting to just see it happen. Me like, too. Like, like, I like to just experience in the moment. Now, don't get me wrong. I love getting hyped about stuff. So it for me, just knowing that the thing is happening is excitement enough if it's something I'm excited for. Actually seeing the scenes taking place in a trailer kind of bum me out because then it's like, oh, here's the thing that's going to happen. Cool. Well, and increasingly you see things where it's like, did you watch the trailer? Okay, you've seen all of the good parts of the movie. Oh, yeah. Especially if you watch like a, if you've ever... Netflix, holy crap, the Netflix trailers for movies. Not that Netflix, I don't think, has ever made a decent movie. Um, But if you actually watch the trailers for Netflix movies, they're like five minutes long, and there's no possible way that a five-minute trailer that's cut into 10 to 20-second segments doesn't show the entire freaking movie. It's just not possible. It's it's the Cliff's Notes (laughs) of the movie. Well, it's especially funny when it's one of those trailers that it's supposed to be like a... uh, it's supposed to have like a big emotional twist and they just kind of show it in the trailer. You're like, well, yeah. okay, there's the character development scene. Why the hell am I seeing this? <laughs> like why? Okay. This is supposed to be a trailer to get me to like, want to know what happens in the movie. Why are you showing? Why did you just show me this character crying over the body of another character? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's especially, yeah, it's especially funny in like a drama or like a, a romance kind of movie where, where, the at least for an action scene where you know Thanos is throwing a planet at someone else, you're like, sure. that's pretty cool. I'm still gonna be at least that's a little fine, bit excited yeah. for that, whatever. But it's really stupid when oh, they're at the funeral for the main character. Interesting. Yep. <laughs> okay. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's the 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 amount of information people want immediately has changed. I think, or just because it's available. 
Uh, well, and it it varies too, right? True. Like it's like different people want different amounts. Like yeah, some so it makes people it hard. want every single like they want the drip feed and they want it yes. directly in their veins and every single rumor that comes out, they like they are tracking every single bit of information. They want to know almost everything about that game before it lands. Right, right. And that's, you know, that's fine. For me, I I have discovered that I want three key pieces of information about okay. a game in its in its pre-launch hype cycle. Sure, sure. I want here is the game it exists. Right? Yeah, like, you know, the title card. That's right. exciting. Yeah, here is the game, here's what it's called, it exists. That is that is information piece one, number 1. And that that's exciting to me. That's where I'm at with uh, with Lost Judgment right now. Yeah, I don't need to know any. In fact, I was I was almost nervous because they there was a lot of story things that were shown in the mm-hmm. trailer, and so I kind of I, I I sort of tuned it out a bit when I was I watching some of it. I did not watch the event or the trailer. Yes, I think that was I think that was actually the smart thing to do. I just was I was excited, and so I wanted to watch like, it. And then I, I was knew like, well, there was I basically and I'm like this with like E3 stuff and with. Uh, some Nintendo Direct, I think, does a good job of like sh- actually teasing things. I think Nintendo it Direct kind of are... gives me the information that I want. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes Nintendo's Direct do a uh, too good of a job of teasing things because they're like, "Oh yeah, we we forgot about this game for four years." <laughs> yeah, Metroid, uh, whatever. It's whenever it's going to be a thing. <laughs> I know. I'm not serious. I'm just. I I agree with you. No, I, you're I... right though. Like you don't have to be not serious. You're right. It's true. Yeah, there's 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 one thing, it's it's cool to, to to be honest. The best Nintendo Direct is just the Switch, the original Switch Direct, where they're like, "Hey, by the way, the Switch is coming out in three months." Also, Zelda, and you're like, "Holy what!" <laughs> like that to me is the the most exciting kind of Direct. I don't need the ones that are, and you can play it right now. <laughs> I don't know. I like those ones. I do no, like I, the one like, but it's I almost really like a joke like now, the isn't one it? Where to it's you? like this. Is, okay, we're announcing this. It's out. Go get it. No, no, I I enjoy it. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. I'm saying it's almost like a meme, though, where it's, you can play it right after the Direct. Yeah, yeah. Right, you almost expect there to be at least one thing like that now. Um, which yeah, at it's, this point, it's, it's kind of expected. But I it's like not it. A, it's not a bad thing. It's just a, it's just like a an aspect of them now. But I, just, my favorite was just Zelda, because I, I was like, oh, cool, this will come out at Christmas. And I'm like, no, it's coming out in, in March. Yeah, no, that, that hyped me, definitely. I, that was, that like, was probably... And it's funny because I still haven't actually finished Breath of the Wild or even played through more than like half of it. But that was actually the thing that drove me over the edge on like, okay, we're getting it day one. Right. Me too. That that was that was the moment I was like, all right, well, thanks, Nintendo. You've you've successfully you've the done it again. The pre-order is in now. Yeah. Um, I've never, ever pre-ordered a console before or since and probably won't. But I did this one and I'm not mad about it. Yeah, this the switch the switch is really quite. A, it's, I think it's a, it's a very special console. In terms it's of, very good. It, it's they, very. Yeah, it's, they've, they've it's done everything that, right. It's starting to occupy that like Super Nintendo. It is kind of like era of area of like this is like one of my favorite consoles ever. I mean, it has what's what's cool about it is that it has almost everything you would want if as long as you know you're not going to be getting you know the the. The cyberpunks and stuff like that, even though a lot of consoles aren't getting cyberpunks, so maybe that's a bad example. It's true. <laughs> some, uh, some, some, uh, some consoles got cyberpunk and probably shouldn't have. 
Yeah. So that was a bad example, but you know what I mean. It's it's a uh, it's the 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 switch the switch has every game that you'd almost ever want to play um and they they just they just it's awesome. I I have nothing bad to say about this and it's weird. I don't know. I didn't there was a time for about a year after it came out where I was kind of like, yeah, this is a cool system, but it's probably just going to be another Nintendo a Nintendo box where mm-hmm. I'll just play Nintendo stuff on it cuz that's pretty much how it's been for a long time with with their consoles, right? Where Yeah. You just play first party stuff and that's that's good enough. Pretty much. Um, the Switch the, has better third party support, particularly from indies. Yeah. Than I think any uh console has since probably the N sixty four. Yeah. If not if not the this well, No, the game the GameCube had a uh the GameCube was 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 really good third party support, I feel like. Because the sixty four was rough third party support was if my memory serves because it was a pain in the ass to program for as we, cause we talked because we talked about how like even That's even true. Donkey Kong Country didn't have or, uh, uh, Rare didn't even have for like Banjo Kazooie they had no development kits or anything for the thing like they were they right were... they just had to place everything within like a, <laughs> <With> a controller <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah psychotic. that is wild <laughs> that is wild but yeah I I know what you're saying it's they they the the other companies are like hey the Switch is like one of the best selling consoles of all time already so maybe we should it, like we should put stuff on it yeah companies are like. Third-party developers are making it a priority to get their stuff on Switch. Yeah, you know it's a big. You know the Switch is doing well when when they're like, yeah, let's let's stuff The Witcher on there, <laughs> like yeah. let's let's put Doom, uh, on on the Switch. <laughs> the Switch's library is really is really buoyed well by ports. Yeah. True. Yeah. Or, and it's, or... it kind of goes back to what I was saying before. What I was saying before, I was gonna say um about the the Wii being Mm -hmm. a uh like not supporting hd resolutions Mm, yeah it's like that sucks but it has kind of gone come for full circle and worked out for them because they have really been able to make a mint off of republishing stuff from the wii and being like hey it looks really good now (laughs) yeah i mean mario galaxy was that and uh xenoblade chronicles got a definitive edition which looks great and it's like yeah. it's it's like those GameCube titles that are that are being like upported and Wii titles that are being upported. It's like these games were actually made to look really nice, but then had to be like crushed down onto the resolution that was supported by the console. But you, if you just do a little bit of smoothing and upscaling, they actually look fantastic. Well, especially if you're not you, you're not expecting, you know, ray tracing, right? Because obviously well, yeah. if you were to compare uh, the best looking Wii game next to the best looking PS5 game or PS4. I guess, yeah, I guess you have to say PS5 sort of, cause yeah, it's kind do. of like, I mean, it's not even on the same sl- I'm going to guess there's going to be a, a much less of that going on in the next couple of years as the switch gets, you know, substantially less powerful in yeah. terms of ports and things like yeah, that. Yeah. Comparatively. Yeah. Um, But, but I, I I guess I guess I just I I'm easy to please when it comes to things looking nice because you know I'm, I've been playing Me like too. I said last time like Monster Hunter Rise I'm like man this game's really pretty and I know if you actually look at certain textures like even remotely close up you're like yeah that's a that's a schmeary mess like like I I understand that the game is not pretty if you're really being critical of how it looks mm-hmm. but just just. I can, I guess, I can get lost in the environment. Really, like, yes, it's not hard for me. I, I can play a Super Nintendo game and think, "Wow, this is this is gorgeous." Still, now, sixty four, maybe I can't get. I, I probably won't say, "Wow, the sixty four game is gorgeous," or like PS one. But well, 
there, there are there are some instances in those. Well, actually, that's not that's not fair because of like Symphony of the Night. Um, but that's well, yeah. that's almost a whole nother. That that's almost that's almost unfair because of how the the art is in that game to begin with. Um, I was actually going to say that uh, Mischief Makers. There are which aspects we'll talk of about mischief, later. Mischief there Makers. Were, that's true. There are things about Mischief Makers that are like really impressive for the era. I wouldn't call them yeah. gorgeous. It's not like you're not looking at like spectacular like scenery vistas or anything. Mm-hmm. But you know, in there, in its corny little Saturday morning cartoon kind of way, it does some pretty neat stuff. Oh, for sure. Well, and because it, it uses the same technology as Donkey Kong Country, I believe, like some of the the pre rendered kind of, mm. uh, um, what was that? That advanced computer modeling stuff that they use for for DKC, I believe, has been used in Mischief Makers, which kind of gives it a sort of unique feel. Yeah, I, I think so. It's sort of it's sort of kind of actually is um, similar to the the Symphony of the Night ideas that when a game from an era has a very unique feel. It ages quite well, right? Yes, yes. Like you, you can play Wind Art Waker. Over graphics, ab- absolutely, because you can play Wind Waker right now, and everyone—I mean, not everyone—but the majority of people was like, "Wind Waker is so hideous," right? And but but it's probably one of the best aged mm-hmm. Zelda games in terms of how it looks, absolutely. not not including the the you know the the uh, the 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 what's it called? Not bit art, but like like. The 16-bit era or the Game Boy games, like those, have a unique feel. So it's not really fair to talk about them aging well or sure. not aging well because they're they're unique for their. Um, the pixels in the that pixel era are. That's the are word I was looking for. Thankful, thank you. Pixel art. Jeez. Yeah. I was thinking bit art. I was like, I know it's not bits. What? Why can't I think of words? <laughs> words are hard, man. <laughs> Brain not functioning. <laughs> yeah. No. Like it, at a certain at a certain point, like your art is going to be pixels. Yeah, like it's un- like no matter how much you try to no matter how much you try to get away from it, there is no and en- there is no NES game that is not pixels mm-hmm. like that just is what that is just what you had to work with. And you can make those pixels look really nice, but you can't get away from that aesthetic in, in like in general. Yeah, but then you have like Ocarina of Time, which sure, it's still totally fine. It's playable. It's, it looks good enough for the for the. For, for for what it was but if you've never played ocarina of time it's gonna be like well this is pretty this is an old feeling game whereas you could play wind mm. waker and be like oh this is cool yeah I f- i'm playing a cartoon like it doesn't yeah, yeah the age wouldn't be as quickly apparent right yeah like we've talked about it uh, we've talked about it a bunch of times and it's it's true every time a mm-hmm. a well executed art style that is fully realized within its engine will always look good yeah just pushing for realism will always look bad later will always look bad within <laughs> the next 10 years it's, well it's, it's like when you watch an old movie that does cg stuff and then you just notice one thing like a like a helicopter falling out of the sky then it just kind of hits the ground and does like a weird like boom like it's like oh that just felt weird the way that it th- yeah. there's no physics there at all it doesn't it doesn't react the way that it should but when you mm-hmm. saw it 15 10 years ago or whatever you were like that's that's cool you didn't yeah. even pay attention to it but then you become aware of it because you see other things that do all of the right uh, physics animations. And then you notice it and you're like, oh, God, that looks really silly. That thing you know just kind of slid. Like, you know, it's like the one movie. So there are a lot of movies like, you know, I missed out on a lot of the like 80s and 90s action flicks. Sure. Like, yeah. In their era. And a lot of them like Terminator. I went back and watched like years later. 
uh-huh. after the after the special effects had been like badly outdated already. T two actually still looks pretty good. I'm not, I mean, I know that's my incredible own bias involved, but I, I I like the way that that movie still looks. Yeah, but like there's. Even stuff like the frame rate in the, in the, like, <laughs> yes. the liquid metal yes. guy, right? Yeah. Like the, was it the T-1000? Yep, T-1000, yeah. Yeah. So, like, it still, it still looks good and it's well realized, but, like, you can tell. Oh, yeah. And again, it's, it's literally my own bias because it's one of my favorite movies where it's like, yeah, that's a great movie. It's like, you know, your, your, yeah, yeah. your grandpa's sitting there being like, no, that looks, that looks exactly how it should. And you're sitting there, dude. <laughs> Come yeah, on. it's this movie from like the it's this movie from like the sixties. <laughs> so I'm I'm well aware of that. I'm I am not going to pretend like uh it's it's perfect. So a, I there's a lot of movies that I watched after the fact and was just able to see like oh yeah these special effects are dated. There is one yeah. specific movie I can think of that I that I had the experience that you're talking about mm-hmm. where like when I watched it at first I was like whoa this is really impressive. And then you watch it back like years later and you're like, oh, <laughs> and that movie is Independence Day. <laughs> Poor Independence Day. <laughs> Indep- like Independence Day is what it is. Like, it's not a great movie, but like that Bill Pullman speech is really good. God, I loved like, that movie as a kid. <laughs> I did too. We got Jeff Goldblum. You got Will Smith. They're in a, they're in a spaceship together. That guy whose name I never remember that's in a ton of movies that always plays the trashy uncle. He, he Randy flies Quaid. Us. Yeah, thank you. He gets the, he gets, I love that sometimes Randy you know, Quaid, the crazy Trump supporter who like went off the rails and ended up like, ended up like on the run from the feds and ended up fleeing to Canada. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, there's a whole thing. It was like tax <laughs> evasion or. <laughs> so wait, he actually was the characters he played. <laughs> He's super crazy. No way. Oh my god. Have you seen pictures of him lately? No, I, the last movie was it the last movie I I don't know. I can't even couldn't even tell you the last movie I saw with him in it. I don't know if I want to see this. Yeah, that I could see it. He's he's so he was going to jail in this image? I I don't remember the exactly I don't remember exactly the uh I, maybe he really was Maybe he really did get anal probed by aliens then. He, he, like, he went completely nuts and lost all of his money and ended up on the run from the cops and... Oh, no, no way. And then he had to, he had to, like, run to Canada and I think he... I didn't realize Dennis Quaid was his brother. I don't know why yes. I didn't think of that, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it was it was a whole thing. I don't remember exactly. It wasn't anything like super serious. He didn't like kill anybody. It was it was some kind of like white collar financial crime, but it was bad enough where they were actually coming after him. And he was like, nope, I'm bailing out, going to Canada. Wow. And I think he I think he came back and, and dealt with it or he was extradited or something. But yeah, anyway, he's yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway, yeah, Randy Quaid. Is exactly just, who, like, there's a reason why he always ended up in those roles. Apparently, he fills it well. <laughs> Turns out he wasn't acting. Anyway. Oh, man. So, let me, let me circle back, because holy crap. Um, anyway, yeah. The, the frame rate on the alien ships in Independence Day was, like, super low. And I remember noticing, like, oh, God. 
these like these ships are flying around and i remembered like thinking it looked really good at one point but now it looks like a slideshow <laughs> right i should like, i haven't watched that movie in forever i i, that would I don't be a think fun you need to, to. no no it would be fun it would be fun to see it just for what you're what you're talking about i think but uh i didn't finish what i was saying earlier about like no. the 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 hype cycle of and like the information that i really want out of uh, out of the hype cycle mm, yeah um, that, wow that was a long time ago yeah so you, we got title I, I've card been sitting out of the on way. It and i'm like i'm gonna circle back to this at some point because i literally said the first thing and then we went <laughs> off in a different direction <laughs> Wait, <sorry. laughs> yes yes um so that the, never happens it's yeah it's fine it, like it's it's a good thing that i'm actually circling back to it because a lot of things i say like okay there's there's three things and then i say the first thing and then the never the other two never appear <laughs> I was about to I was about to go on something and then I was like, okay, no, hold on. Let's let's circle back to the circling back. <laughs> yes. Um so the lost judgment um announcement mm -hmm. hits basically all three of my things. Okay. Cause the three things are like I wanna know like the initial announcement of like, hey, we're working on this game, it exists, it's called this. Yeah. Two is like what type of game is this? What is the gameplay going to be like? Sure. Yeah, that's really, really important. Like, I, I need to know, like, what, the, especially if it's like a new IP, you can't yeah. just drop a, you can't just drop a title and then expect me to be like, oh man, I'm so hyped from this CG trailer of scenery. Well, and, and that used to work okay, but then it ha it happened too many times where the, the, you started to have an image in your head of what that was going to play like, and then you actually play it, and you're like, oh. It's not that at all. This just plays like every single other third-person action game I've ever played. Yes, exactly. Rise Son of Rome for the uh, oh, like, yeah. the release right. was... title for the Xbox One was a really yeah. bad version of that. Yep. Because it was it showed you this like all these really neat action set pieces, and then it was like, oh, this entire game is a QTE. <laughs> Like it is just QTEs suck. It is just QTEs built in, baked into this game, so that they can give you like a super controlled, like cinematic cinematic experience that isn't fun to play. I don't, I don't understand QTEs. I do, I've, I've, I've but like understood. I don't like them. The I, I QT, mean, QTEs are there to give you the cinematic experience at the expense of gameplay. But just give me the experience, then. I agree. But that's why it's need there. To press, I don't need to press a... a, a oh, God. They, they make... Like, so when I played Shenmue finally two two so years ago, maybe mm -hmm. three, I don't remember now, Um, I was excited to play. I was like, oh, this game's, this game's terrible. It's literally just one long QTE, and some of them are really painful to actually do. Mm-hmm. And then, then that when they announced Shenmue 3, I was excited at first, and I was like, wait a minute, I don't want to play this. <laughs> <laughs> QTEs in in some cases are fine but like sometimes it's just too many and it's just like all right we don't have a gameplay function for you to be able to do this thing but we we don't want to just make it a cutscene because we want to make you feel like you're actually doing it so yeah, mash circle war. to you know mash what? circle okay. to to you know impale the hydra's head on the spike L let me just say the the new spider-man game had a couple of qtes but mm -hmm. I believe there was a setting that was like an accessibility setting that was, we'll just press the buttons for you. If you don't want to press them, that's fine. Like oh, that's it was a, cool. it was like you press it if you want to. 
because uh, the first time I played through the game, I pressed it, but they're really easy to press. It's there's not like it's not one of those like you have half a second to press the button and yeah, that, like that's not fun because I want to enjoy. I just want to enjoy the cutscene. If I'm constantly thinking about what button I'm going to have to press next, I'm not enjoying what's happening because I'm right. anxious about the button I need to press to progress the story. Right? Looking at you, Resident Evil Four knife fight. Right, right, right. Yeah, you're just sitting there, then all of a sudden, uh, someone shoots you, and you're like, "What the? Fu- oh, god damn! I didn't press the button because I thought we I were just really." In a- there's a really bad version of that in Yakuza 5. Oh, and I won't great. tell you where it is, but it is like a it is like a 15-minute cutscene with no interactivity and then a quick time event at the very end of it that for that like basically forces a game over. Yeah, that shouldn't ever happen. It should never happen. Um if if so so Spider-Man was neat because the, the they gave you a lot of time to press the button and when you did press it it did feel kind of cool because you were it the the way that the action worked in that game it it everything felt so connected and your movement was was really spot on so pressing the button made it feel like okay I'm sl- I am now moving like I'm I'm doing the web thing right mm-hmm. or I'm doing the punchy thing yeah so I I. I can get behind a QTE when they're handled in a way where it doesn't take you out of the moment and they give you an, an enormous amount of time where it's like, yeah, just press it when you get around to it sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously it's not that long, but you know what I mean? Or they're just like, hey, you don't want to do this? That's chill. Just just select the option where you don't do it at all. And well, it, it just becomes a cutscene at this point. And then it's, yeah. Which is like, oh, really cool. all it is anyway. It's just a cutscene where you have to press buttons like you're inserting coins to see the rest of the cutscene. <laughs> yeah, or collecting gems. Um, to see the rest of the cutscene. <laughs> Boy, I'm going to I am gonna have some things to say when we hit the second part of this podcast. So, so yeah. So moral of the story is, is you, you, can, you can take QTEs and just get rid of them and I'll be happy. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, don't, I don't like them. So... Anyways, step, so what are the three two, things? What is the game? <laughs> like, step one, the game exists. Here is here is the here is the name and the general aesthetic of the game. Step yeah. two, what is the style of play in the game? What will we be doing in the game? Yeah, what are the buttons and I don't do? mean I don't mean the developer double speak of like you're going to explore an incredible no, world. No, of, no, 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 no. What am I doing? What, what when, when is I, the gameplay loop? What is yeah, the like feedback? When, when I press forward on the joystick and then I press the other buttons, what 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 happens? And in the game itself, I don't want a cutscene or I don't want someone explaining a cutscene to me. I, I you want to actually be able to see. Oh, cool! This is what it looks like when I'm when I'm punching or when I'm moving around or whatever it is that you're doing in the game itself. I yeah, it's, that, it's honestly really the part. thing that checked me out of Death Stranding. Nobody knew what Death Stranding was until about a week after the game came out. That's true. I didn't care, but that is true. But like that was that was a thing where I was like, I started out being like, "Oh, Kojima's doing a new thing, and it looks weird. That's cool." And then Kojima, like every Kojima gets... single every single thing that came out about that game was like, "I still don't know what this game is, and it's starting to piss me off." <laughs> so for me, that made me more excited because I thought the story was going to be a lot better than it was. The story in Death Stranding, everyone says it's super complicated and confusing. It's really not. If you if it's it's one of those things where the sensation of it is like this is insane. It's like mm-hmm. no, it's just it's an okay story. And the gameplay, if you like the gameplay, you love it. If you if you hate the gameplay, you hate it. There is yeah. no, absolutely no in between. So could Kojima gets a little bit of a pass for that, just because I've of loved course. Metal Gear Solid. But I'll admit, Death Stranding, in terms of the story, has made me less excited about a trailer that doesn't give me something a little bit more. 
Like, yeah, I, I had fun with the game and I liked the game. I mean, I, I got the platinum, but that doesn't mean anything because I was in a in a trophy hunting phase when the game came out. So I played it for a lot and did all the dumb stuff that you can do in the game. But it's sort of uh, next time I, I might I might need to I might need to follow uh, step two of, of your list here a little closer. <laughs> I it has worked out well for me. Mm-hmm. Like, so it, it is game exists. What is the game? Step three, when is the game? Mm-hmm. Release date. So give me like, so those are, at this point in time, those are the three things that I want to know about the video game. And mm-hmm. anything else that isn't that is like, get out of my face. Don't stop. Don't. You don't want to know about the the the, the loot boxes you're going to be able to open and buy? I do not. Oh. And... And I have to, I have to clarify on part two of like, what kind of, what kind of game is it? Cause like, I want that in a very general sense. I don't want specific gameplay mechanics. I don't want like, I don't want like special features. I don't want like, I, those are things that I want to figure out as I play. I want to know what the, well, that's, that's way, that's really precise for a video game release video. Because almost always they're going to show you something. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like the initial the initial look at that. Yeah, is enough. When you get into like third oh, and fourth yes, and fifth yes, gameplay trailers now. of like, all right, now let's show off these features, and I'm like, here's no. the first thirty minutes of the game. Yeah, I've never watched one of those. Yeah, that's like, I no, I don't, I don't want that at all. Yeah, because I just want I, I that's that's one of the most exciting parts of. It. So I sort of and, had that and for with... a game like Lost Judgment. I already know what that game's going to be. Yeah. So well, I like just the, you can skip good. that step because I already, it's a, it's already in a genre that I recognize and understand. So like, I know what the genre is. So literally tell me that the game is coming and tell me when it's coming. And they gave me those two things. And now it's like, okay, I don't want to hear another peep out of RGG studio until September. Yeah. Like, You've told me that the game exists. You've told me when I can expect it and I know what it's going to be. So that's it. I'm good. I don't want to hear anything else about it until release week. And it's 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 pretty easy to avoid most information if you're not well, it depends on how how uh how frequently you use YouTube, I guess. So so yeah. for instance, my my one friend Brandon, he he loves watching youtube videos like all the time so mm-hmm. he's like yeah i get spoiled for this so if I, I have to watch if there's a show he likes he's got to watch it like the day it's released because there'll be the youtube videos that are like this episode i can't believe this happens and then the thumbnail is the thing that happens and you're like, <laughs> like oh man yeah that's the worst so i don't i don't experience that because i really don't use youtube that much except unless i, I don't use youtube thing. for that right but i guess if if you don't you might get thumbnails or whatever right because the yeah. algorithm gonna try to put something in your face if you've looked at whatever it is that, um, that's what i mean though like i use youtube for like watching my subscriptions yeah and like it, it's never for like watching gameplay teasers or anything like that it's just like what are my let's play channels watching right now ah uh, okay yeah so i i pretty much right now i'm and why well, i'm i'm a very weird person when it comes to youtube so i'm playing monster hunter so i mm-hmm. subscribe to like five or six monster hunter people that i'm just curious what they're doing sure once i'm done playing monster hunter i'm literally going to unsubscribe to all of them <laughs> that makes sense so i i like my normal subscription list is you my my own channel from a long time ago mm-hmm. and lachisi is one friend who does some stuff otherwise i i don't have anything because uh 
Those I, channels I, I are uh, youtube.com slash time wanderer and YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Tom Day VG. That's true. That's true. But just, just watch Time Wanderer because I haven't made a video in like two years. You always say that, but like, you know what? Your old videos have value. True, true. If, if people haven't watch... seen them, it's new to them. If you want to watch outdated Diablo three still exists. If you want to watch outdated Diablo three builds, that's you're more than welcome to check out the the channel. <laughs> they are sort of time sensitive because usually it's for a specific like season. Yeah, it's like this is this is the meta from five years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And there's all those there, there's you know what there are some fun Japanese videos on there from when I when I was trying out all those Kit Kats. That was, oh yeah, that was I remember time. that. I think I watched that video when I was in Korea and I was like, oh, I've seen that one. Oh, that's cool. It was like, we have that at the 7-Eleven downstairs. <laughs> oh, that's actually really cool. Man, I, I, I love that wasabi Kit Kat. I wasn't sure if it was going to be good, but it was it was so perfect. Like, it's it's not a think it's not a flavor you would think, oh, that's going to be tasty. But man, it was, it was my favorite of all the weird ones that I tried. Spicy and sweet works surprisingly well. Yeah. You get that That's... like you get that like Mexican chocolate with like the with like the cayenne pepper. Ooh, I've never cinnamon. had that before, but that sounds delightful. Yeah, it's really good. It's got like it's got like cayenne pepper and cinnamon, mm. and and something mm. else. It's like it's got it's like a it's like a spicy chocolate. It's really good. Nice. I I would be I'd be down for that. That's the fourth pillar of deciding if the game is going to be playable after we. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have spicy chocolate? <laughs> uh yeah no but like that's I, I i've talked about this on stream it's like i really don't get that I, i'm at a point now where like i kind of look back at my backlog is like i've got so many games that i was really excited to play in shrink wrap on the shelf <laughs> yeah. i i don't have that anymore thankfully i've been really careful the last couple of years i mean i still have games i own and then i'm like crap forgot to play it but it's not it's not as bad as it used to be when i oddly enough when i was younger i had more of them like gamecube games and stuff like that or ps2 i should you know what i should do what's that i should find all of the games that are actually like not all the unplayed games because that's impossible but all of the like i'm gonna call them current gen even though it's technically now last gen because i don't actually have a ps5 or or xbox series x X okay, I thought Nintendo's naming system was bad, but good lord. This is the worst. It's Xbox. Xbox is taking it to they're like, yeah, hold my beer, Nintendo. Check this shit out. This is like this is I the actually worst don't thing know. Ever. Like every I tr- I honestly don't know what what the Xbox console is called. I hon- I have I I'm not even I'm not being stupid or like trying to be dumb. I I really don't know what the X is or the S. The one is the one that's done. One is now over, right? Like Xbox One was the the okay. PS4, correct? Let me yes. So let what me, was then? But, but there was let, like an Xbox Scorpion or something. I thought that. Was oh, the, that was the code name. That was that like was the, the Nintendo PS... Dolphin. Okay. Of this the, new. Of and this that new was thing. the PS4 Pro. What what did that end up being called? Okay, get okay, get ready for this. All right. So there is. I, I let's let's bring this back to the beginning. So you had the Xbox. Sure. Right? Yes. And then I'm sure that had some versions, but mostly it's just the I Xbox. I think it was just Xbox. And then you had the Xbox 360. And that's the which... one where you take it and you turn right around. And yeah. And leave. And that was... <laughs> that's the one That's the one where the red ring goes all the way around the... 
where, where no one will have an Xbox 360. That, it's going to become the rarest console in existence eventually because there's only going to be 10 that still work. They fix that issue eventually. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's true. They, they, they put a new bracket in it. Like, it was actually an easy thing to fix. I worked in game stores while that was a thing. And one of the services that we offered was like, yeah, we'll uh, we'll basically mod your 360 to take the faulty bracket out and make the one that won't red ring. Because basically what it was, they put a bracket in there and then the heat expansion caused the bracket to like bend a little bit. Yeah. And it would break the soldering connections between like between some of the uh, circuits in there. Yeah. And all you had to do thing. is put in a different type of bracket that was that had like a different shape and construction. So that it wouldn't bend, and then you just redo the soldering connections, and then you go. It was actually a super easy fix. It just, huh. That's it cool. just was like a pain in the ass to do. Sure, I mean at least it wasn't launching your your discs out of this console. Right, right. So you had the Xbox 360, and then I think you also had an Xbox 360 Slim. Yes. Oh, okay. There was the Slim version of it. That's true. Um, I don't. I think the only slim thing for the original Xbox was just the controller. They made like the, oh, sorry, we we were making these for gorillas. My bad. Let me yeah. make a normal size controller. The old Penny Arcade joke of like, we've we've replaced the we've replaced his Xbox controller with a 900 pound grizzly bear. Let's see if he notices. <laughs> All right. So then we get to Xbox one. Yes. Which is already like the Xbox 360 as a naming convention is not like a terrible like, because the whole thing is it's it's supposed to be all-encompassing, right? So, like, 360, that's kind of catchy. That's not bad. It's but then you whatever. have the Xbox One, which immediately conflates people talking about, like, the new console or the first console. Vanilla Xbox? I don't the, know. The Xbox One, <laughs> I mean, original. The original Xbox? Xbox original? Xbox the vanilla? The first Xbox One. Shit. <laughs> the, yeah. The Xbox One One. <laughs> right. The 11? <laughs> But then you had the PS, like, and I think the Xbox One also had a slim version, which became Probably. the Xbox One S. Ah, for the, the slim. Yes. And then they introduced their pro, their souped up pro version, which, which was, the, oh, was. I'm wrong. The 360 had the Elite too. Oh, right? that's true too. But there that was, was the Elite 360. But that was literally just like the same console with a bigger hard drive. Yes. And, yeah. and it came with some extra stuff in the box. Also, I don't know why I said I'm wrong, because it was for the 360, not the original Xbox. I, yeah. That was an odd. That's fine. <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> Here's information that's relevant. <laughs> so, yeah, Xbox One, slim. Yep. And then their souped up super version of the Xbox One. Yes. The Xbox One X. Okay. Because now we're going to that, that naming that we joked about last podcast, where it was like just adding XX's, maybe yes. like, you know, 420 weed on there. Yes. So it's now the 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 XB1X. Okay, so yeah, it was Xbone X. Then they call it the Sex Box. I remember that was yes. the joke for a while. Yes. <laughs> I I remember uh I remember people calling it the Xbonks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> um <laughs> So, okay, so the Xbox One X. There's three X's in the name. The Xbox One X is still an Xbox One, but just with a higher power output. It's the PS4 Pro of that era. I gotta say, which Sony they then has replaced. nailed the names. 
Sony's nailed the naming that you just one, you just two, say what three, it is. four, five. And then if you have a slim, you just put the whole effing word. You just put slim, no yes. abbreviation, no S. If it's the pro, you put the pro, and anyone's like, oh, well, that must be for pros. So okay, like professional, whatever you want to say, you know, it's the better version because that's just how that's just how it works, right? Like if right. you have a pro version of a hair dryer, you're gonna be like, well, God, that must really dry my hair. Yeah, like, there, I mean, there's know. an iPad Pro, right? And right. it's just oh, like true, this is true. the same product but stronger. Yeah. You you, you, like, you can you just know immediately Windows what that 10 means. professional same yep. thing but different somehow I don't really Wait, know how that works That's actually Windows Microsoft already knows how to name things Well then no they don't look at the names of some of their windows never mind <laughs> 7 8 Vista 10 XP <laughs> They had that really weird one in the middle too that was just a complete train wreck What was Oh M-E? god it was Millennium I Yeah think? ME yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, I, I would argue Vista is also like, Vista was a what train are you trying wreck, yep. to do here? And then, well, then they were like, wait a minute, you guys want your computer to be a tablet, right? No. <laughs> That's why I have oh, a computer. Oh, yeah, good times. <laughs> that was eight, I think, when it eight, launched? Yes, eight was, a, eight was a train wreck. Yeah. Um. So, okay, so just to recap, we have the Xbox One, mm-hmm. we have the Xbox One S, mm-hmm. and the Xbox One X which yes. are all in the Xbox One family. It's sure, the slim, sure. and then there's the there's the super version, yeah, which they are now giving way to the Xbox Series S and Series X, which oh, are so, new and oh, so not the, series, the same. The series is what's the is what's changed now. Yes. What a what that's 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 really stupid. That's this like, is the that's most stupid. This is the most we want your parents to buy you the wrong thing marketing ever. Yeah, it's 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 just this is this is so this is really this is yeah, it's worse I than the am, Wii U, I think. I, I think live it's worse this than the shit. Wii U. I live this shit, right? I yes. I hear about all this stuff. I am in tune with all the news. I am like I'm watching I'm listening to podcasts and watching videos about gaming news every single day of my life. I am plugged yeah. into this. This is what I do. I am having a hard time remembering what the hell is the difference between the different things. So that's the not good. Is 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 the Series S like a disclish disc? Yeah, I believe it's, version? it's like a full digital. Yes. So why they call it? Why, why there it is D? no explanation. In Series X, what a what the hell? Just call I can't. It the f- I Xbox can't wait something. for the slimmed down versions called the Xbox Series XS. <laughs> And the Xbox Series SS. Maybe there'll be a big version of the S series that comes with a disc. And they'll, but they'll call it the SS instead of just, you know, the X one. The the <laughs> Xbox Series SXL. <laughs> the, the XL. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it is the actual dumbest. I, I would also like to say like, that this... Like, this is worse than Wii U. I've, I've, I've never been one to say, oh, that console's... Like, I don't like the way that console looks like it doesn't really matter to me. I'm always kind of like, oh, that's fun. It's it's different. It's interesting. Like, yeah, the, the Xbox one was just look like an old DVD player. Right. It was just mm-hmm. kind of a box. That's sure. Chill, yeah. Whatever. Then the when I saw the new one, I, it's for the first time I've, I've I think I've ever thought that is a that is just a disgusting console. Yeah. <laughs> the Series X looks horrible. It's it just looks a like a speaker. <laughs> it's just dumb. I it, don't. Like, I remember looking at it and I was like, that really just looks like a, it really just looks like a computer speaker. I, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I really don't. Oh, like, you I mean would the S1 that, next... that has the circle on it? Yeah. I would yeah, expect S... that to just be sitting up next to my CRT computer monitor. 
actually the 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 S one. I'm looking at photos now just to keep it straight in my head. The Xbox Series S console looks okay. It just looks like a speaker, like you said. Yeah, it's whatever. But the X, the Series X, looks really stupid because it's it's just big and rectangular. I don't know. It looks like you know. There's those. What's the what's the? Is it Hyundai? It's one of the companies that makes a van that's literally just a box, and and you see it on oh, the road. Like you're the kind Scion? of like. Maybe I don't know what it's called, but it's called like Cube or something. Like they, the, the yeah, marketing yeah, yeah, is yeah. very much on purpose. And you see it driving down the road, and you're like, "That's like that's a special little car," um, and that's what this that's what the Series X feels like. It's just like this is just a hunk of equipment. <laughs> it really does just look like a featureless like. It's just a big featureless like rectangle. It looks like a server cube. box or something, or it yeah, how is like hard drives in it? Like it's it's not. I don't so, mind that. Like I get why you're saying it looks stupid, and I don't necessarily disagree with you. But there's something about it just being like, yeah, this is just a big hardware box that <laughs> yeah. I actually kind of dig. Yeah, I, I mean, it's also kind of slanted, so it could it also could be like a flower vase. Like it looks like the, <laughs> the <laughs> like they were like, let's go with the GameCube route, but you know. It's got holes in the top two where you just stick the the stems in. <laughs> yeah, I would argue that neither uh, Xbox nor PlayStation really nailed their designs because I was the about PS5 to say that actually looks like a computer router. The P- the PS Five I also don't particularly like, but that's mostly because I cannot understand why it's only offered in white. But that's because I really don't like white as a color choice for things that you're going to touch all the time. Yep, I, I don't that understand. White will become brown. I don't. Well, and, <laughs> and yellow. Well, especially when, like, I, I didn't understand it for the Apple stuff. I don't understand it for keyboards. Like, I don't know if you've ever been in a computer lab, like at MSU, where all of the computers are Apples. But my God, those keyboards and mice look so gross. They are because disgusting. Because they're, they're white. And if they were black, would they be just as gross technically? Yes. They would, would but not visually. <laughs> but it wouldn't look as nasty. Right. So I, I, I don't understand the, P- the, the, the PS5 kind of has that... Um, this won't make any sense to most people, but the you know how that when they made the the Brody Art Museum, they gave it sort of they're like let's make this an art thing, and they yeah, gave yeah. it like some curves and random stuff like whatever. So the mm-hmm. PS Five looked like they were trying to do that, uh, I guess. But shoutouts to shoutouts to uh, any uh, MSU listeners from uh, Brody Hall. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the 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 console itself just sort of eh, it's it's. The PS5 console is just sort of another console to me. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't offend me other than the fact that it's, it's white. And, and that was my first thought was, God, I hope I could, there's a black variant. Actually, where's my, where's my, my ice blue or my see-through purple? That's what I really want. Yeah, that's true. I feel like I, I've waited now long enough where I'm going to be able to like actually get a cool one. That's well, yeah. Cause well, I'm going to get one eventually. There's, there's starting to be some stuff like Returnal there, looks cool. Returnal does look neat. That's the first game that I've been like, yeah. That looks cool. Do I want to play it? I'm not sure. It's certainly not worth seventy dollars to me, and right, it's not worth right, a new right. console. But it's it's getting there. It's it's one of those. Oh, hey, now there's ten games, right? Like it's it's there's at least now an extra. Well, that's the first of ten. But I mean, yeah. when when you're thinking of games that are exclusive to a console, it's there's not there's right. been not a single thing that's pulled me in. I I would have loved to play Final Fantasy. The the I would I would pay money for the DLC on on PS4, but for whatever reason, it's a PS5 exclusive, which is kind of confusing. I mean, you know why it is. Nintendo or Sony dropped a truckload of money on their doorstep for like, hey, we need exclusives so people keep buying these boxes. So yeah, but then Sony forgot to make enough consoles. Yeah, like, that's and they and he I, the, the the CEO just said, yeah, it's going to go into 2022. Don't expect there to be any 
don't don't expect the shortages to let up anytime soon. It's because of cryptocurrency miners. Yeah, there's, I, I, there's literally like no there's no money. There, there's no resources for making the chips that they need, the chipset right. that they need for the consoles, because they're all being bought up by cryptocurrency miners. Yeah, the, 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 they've 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 completely destroyed the market for just people that want to be able to do normal things with yeah. their literally you know, any other any other any sort of consumer electronics or computing in any way is just like no, you just have to you know just wait, just wait yeah. for the wait for the Bitcoin miners. And and like graphics cards and stuff. It's if you want a high end graphics card, you're paying an extreme premium for it. I think mm-hmm. Newegg <laughs> for the last couple of weeks they've had like raffles where you can get in there and hopefully have a chance to buy one. But they yeah. they it's that you know because otherwise they're just getting bought up immediately. Because mm-hmm. um, you know we we live in a world where someone will buy crap just to sell it on eBay. Yeah, and that's that's I could talk a long time about how I think that's just super lame. Yeah. Um, I am so lucky to have gotten a 3060 on like the day it came out in. Uh, you in actually December. are, yeah. Because like, didn't you just go to the store and pick it up? It was literally on launch day, but we Jesse went to Micro Center. Yeah, and it was Thank God the, for Mike, si- the there Midwest. was a line out the door. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> but it was a line out the door because they had gotten a stock of like 3080s and 3090s. Oh, okay. Because those people were lined up for those, and it was the same day that the 3060 launched. So the people at Micro Center were like, "Oh, you here for a for a 3080 or 3090?" And she's like, "No, I want to. I want the 3060 Ti." And they were like, "Oh, we got a we got a stack of those. Nobody's in line for those. Come on in." (laughs) And she just picked it up and left. Didn't even wait in line. That's cool. It was incredible. And then it was like, and then of course those sold out too because of course they did. Well, but, yeah, I mean, but like she just we managed to work it out on like just the right day. It happened to be like it happened to come out on the day where like better stuff came in and everyone just lined up around the block for the goods for the better stuff. That's and I was like, so... no, nah, give me the give me the nice budget priced, you know, like modest but still powerful new thing. That's and so that's actually so lucky. It's incredibly lucky. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, meanwhile, a bunch of people from the community um, pitched in to uh, to buy one of our friends a new PC that has a 3080. Yeah, but it's it's from one of those companies that does like prefab builds. That's yeah, they, like well, they you kind of like tell them what parts you want and then yep. they just kind of assemble it and, and ship yeah, it to you. Yeah. And um, like I buy power and all that stuff. Yeah, I think that's actually it. Something like that. Yeah, that, uh, or, or power gpu time. or something like that yeah all of those 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 types of companies i actually heard it's cheaper to use those than to build your own computer right now <laughs> it, it seems to be at this because point because they have like a direct line with the manufacturers and things yeah. to get the parts so they don't mm-hmm. have to pay all the other prices but yeah so yeah um so we put in the order in like early december mm-hmm. it is not done yet oh my god yes and it's not actually being worked on yet it's getting closer in the queue, but like literally it's been like a six month delay. <laughs> That's crazy. So it's that bad. Thanks, and in thanks, the Dogecoin. midst of that, Jesse was able to stroll into Micro Center and pick up a, a 3060 Ti. And That's I was one able of those, to slap it in my computer. Those serendipitous moments where you're like, yeah, you know what? This is a uh, this is great. It's Life's all right. It's working out OK today. <laughs> life's life's pretty OK. Man. Anyway, 
I think that I think that that's a, yeah, I that's, think, that's all oh, I wanted to say. Th- did did you end up watching that video that I linked to a while back about Fantasy Zone? I didn't yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh can I think I just want to say the ending to Fantasy Zone is so sad. What? It's like super effed up. <laughs> okay, how long is it? You you don't have to watch everything. Just go to the last so I'm I'm loading Oh god, that's loud. Um go to go to like a minute 50 and just like watch a little bit and then and then you can kind of just tab forward and you you just have to see the very first line of the uh you just have to kind of see the very beginning of 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 the of the end screen cuz it's 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 super screwed up. Okay. How about we take a word from our sponsors? Yes. I go take a bathroom break. Sounds good. I'll watch that and then I will come back and and we will we will talk about that and then I will say shake shake and you'll know what's going on. All right. Yeah. Shake shake. Cool. Fantasy Zone suddenly patricide. Yeah, what? <laughs> what the hell? This thing like it's one thing for Fantasy Zone to just decide that the spaceship is actually just like a, a person, a character. Yeah, the Opa Opa thing. Whatever. Because, yeah. I mean, I guess it's got feet and that's, you know, that's fine. But it's clearly just a spaceship. But sure, let's let's, you know, put a let's let's act like it has like a face and a personality and a father. Yeah. Who you have to murder and then. And then it gives the whole monologue of like, and he was haunted until his dying day, wondering if it was worth it. Yeah, like at first I thought it was, oh, he lived long enough to realize that he was the villain when I like, because I just kind of so. So uh, my bro Kyle linked it to me and he was like, dude, check this out. Um, This is really this is actually a very messed up ending. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. He's like, oh, look, you became the villain. And then I was like, oh, no, you wait, you murder your dad. Your dad was invading the planet that you were protecting and you had to murder him to save the planet. But then you were like, no, but my father, though, I, I will I will spend the rest of my days wondering if it was worth murdering my father. Right. Like, what the what the hell? Fantasy it's a zone? spaceship. And then, well, then the best part is it's it's from the 80s. And so, the you know, Japanese developers didn't use a lot of their own names ever. Right. So then the first name is like Dunk Ass 12 and the next one is Sexy Bomb. <laughs> yeah, Sexy Bomb. <laughs> yeah, good times. Like, all right, you win. <laughs> good times. Just just a just a just a just a casual bit of, you know, we we you you merge your dad and and that's the that's the happy ending. Have fun. So I, I thought that was uh, important to talk about because we did, if you missed it, and you're wondering why specifically we're talking about it, it's because a few weeks ago we played uh, the Yakuza mini games in Kiwami 2, I believe, or was it 6? or was They're it just in like... a bunch. I think I played them in 6, but they also all exist in 0. Yeah, or Ki- at least Kiwami 2, I'm positive. They're probably I think... in Kiwami 2. I think like Kiwami 2 and 6 are running on the same engine. Yeah, yeah, because I don't so think I, there's Zero a had... lot of overlap between what's in those two games. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I didn't play all of the, I didn't do a whole lot of arcade stuff in Kiwami Two, mm-hmm. but it would not at all surprise me to hear that that uh, that. But yeah, they were all in that too. So we were we were playing that, and it just seemed very important to talk about the fact that they they felt it necessary for you to. <laughs> 
<laughs> to just murder your dad. And just like, and like make a whole thing about it. It's, it would have been totally different if it's like, oh, well, you're, you know, your father was evil. Right. But it's like, it doesn't come out and say that your father was evil. It said that your father was leading the, the, the father was leading the uh, invading forces. And it gave Opa Opa some mixed emotions that he would never reconcile for the rest of his life. <laughs> so it's like, oh, oh. yeah, for, oh, the, for the rest right. of, for the rest of his days, he will think about this. Opa Opa's gonna need therapy. Great. Cool. Um. So yeah, that's fun. That's that's just fantasy zone. Yeah, that's 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 uh that's fantasy zone. Opa Opa protected the fantasy zone and all it took was some some light patricide. <laughs> Speaking of patricide Sort of. I mean, I don't I, know. Well, there's a lot of sides. There's a lot of yeah. <laughs> A lot of a lot of very questionable, especially if we're talking story beats in general. Yeah, very odd, odd, odd decisions. And I don't mean like Haha, Japanese is like anime is weird. I mean like the this person's my daughter. <laughs> I want to grab her butt, kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm not okay with that. <laughs> I'm very okay. So like, all right, hey, mischief makers, we're back. Shake, shake, like. As 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 promised, we're yeah we're doing it, great. Um, oh yeah, shake shake. That's right. Yeah, I I did say that I would say shake shake. So shake shake. Mm-hmm. Um, that like that remains like one of the most one of the most memorable things about the game. Yes. Um, in a, in a good way. In, oh, um, in a totally good way. Yeah. All right. So, I like I can't remember the last time that I played a game at least for this podcast that I have such wildly mixed opinions on. <laughs> and, and I didn't play the game recently, like I said, but I, I remember enough of it to, to, to be like, yeah, I don't really need to play that again, but I know you were excited to play it. So I was like, yeah, we can, we can totally do this. It's so usually like I, so we just recorded Terranigma the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a game where I was like, Hey, I remember playing this before but I haven't really played it as an adult and I think I would feel differently now. So I want to go and like rediscover it and kind yeah, of like take the, take the good with the bad. Yeah. And, and, and be more critical about it rather than just, you know, when I'm younger, you just kind of like, you just kind of take everything and you're just like, Hey, cool. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, especially if it's the first time that you're experiencing a story told in this way, then that's right, going to right, be a right. bigger impact on you. And you just don't have as much, awareness of what's happening and as we've talked about a bunch your things change with time like a joke mm-hmm. that was funny before is not funny anymore either mm-hmm, just because mm-hmm. of age or just because it's not appropriate or whatever it is there's lots of reasons why something might be off now that was hilarious before a great story yada 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 yes yeah exactly and it's there's a lot of yeah i think what you said about like if it's the first time that you've seen a story told in that particular way like that makes a big difference yeah um, it like, honestly, in the, in the era of the N64, seeing a game that's trying to tell you a story at all True. can be pretty impressive. <laughs> like yeah. quest. I mean, even the RPGs didn't bother quest 64. 
I mean, um, Ocarina of Time has a couple of beats, but it's mostly no, just go place, do thing, go place, do thing. Ocarina of Time, I think, is sort of the. It has a. It, there's there's definitely a story there. There's but a it's there's still, a thread, but it's not, really, like Majora's there's Mask like, has more story. Really, there's like four or five individual story beats mm-hmm. to connect a whole bunch of gameplay in between. Well, and and it kind of follows the the storytelling of no there's not actually uh, dialogue it's all just told through images for the most part like events that's happening right like, yeah the of whole like, dialogue but you know what i'm saying yeah the whole like ganondorf leaving the castle yeah with, like, like all those with zelda cool under his arm man that was so freaking awesome when i was yeah no it's a like, great that scene out, that was but so that's cool. like that's like one of the beats that i'm talking about like yes. you see that happen and then you become like, an adult. most of the story beats are just like <laughs> Hey, Princess Zelda's still in trouble. Collect another crystal. You need, yeah. You collected a thing. You need to collect more things. You've collected Collect- all the things. Yeah, you win. <laughs> and like, there's more to it than that. But like, and and this is not that I'm, you know, I I have a bad tendency to like take aim at Ocarina of Time for no reason. Yeah, actually, it's funny you brought that up because uh kyle was listening to the previous podcast and he was like yeah one your podcast just ended with an ocarina of times overrated or something and i was like i don't remember saying that. he's like no dean did yeah <laughs> so and i'll say it again it's funny that you're saying that now <laughs> no it's like overrated is one of the like i think we talked about using the word worst when you're talking yeah. about things that you like Mm-hmm. And it's like worst can mean that it's an eight out of 10 when everything else is a nine or a 10. It's still really good, but qualitatively like it's qualitatively, it is not as incredibly good as the other incredibly good things. Yes. And it's, and again, it's, it's like, yeah, this is, but it sounds like you're dumping on it. Yeah. It sounds like you're putting it in the same category as, you know, like Barbie's horse adventure or whatever. And it's like, no, no, I understand. I'm not saying that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same thing with calling something overrated. Like, overrated means that I think that Ocarina of Time is like an 8.5 out of 10, but people act like it's a 12. You, you know what's you know really funny, too? How overrated is purely based on what the, what the current temperature is of a gaming community, right? That is true. So now it's like, it's almost overrated to say... Like Final Fantasy VII's overrated because everyone's oh, yeah. always saying Final Fantasy VII's overrated. So it's like, oh right, let's let's rein it back in again. It's it's just it's, it's now funny how that so, happens. It's now become so fashionable to say that FF Seven is overrated that it is becoming underrated. Yeah, where it's like, well, okay, you need to put this into perspective again. <laughs> yeah, you just loop back around. <laughs> God, it's almost like balance and all of that is important. <laughs> it's almost mm. like. You know, I don't mean it's almost balance. like ratings are subjective judgments. Weird. That change over time and opinions are not set in stone and are not actually all that important. It's it's funny that people get so hung up, though, on the opinion that's right now. Like, it would be really great if you could be like, yeah, that's it's 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 a funny that you have to say it's oh, this is just my opinion. Like, duh. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like, if, if someone thinks it's fact and you're talking about a game versus like a like what you like it seems like it should be obvious it's just weird how we personalize everything as people very harshly like we're we're, we 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 like take it's like a physical attack like you you said what yeah 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 about the thing that i like. what do you what do you mean you don't like the thing that i like as much as i like it yeah like how could you do this to me 
are you are you a are you human no Mm-mm. why are you out to hurt me personally <laughs> yeah well, yeah that's actually what it is it's 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 always the it's like a, you feel like it's a personal attack if someone didn't like the thing that you love right 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 <laughs> so where, where were we going with this i don't know it's it's got to be tangentially related to mischief makers in some way <laughs> oh i said something you said ocarina of time and then i brought up the overrated thing and then we then we went down that path oh yeah any... games with a story oh yeah because i was like wow. i was talking about ocarina of time story being like good but not like really not really being aggressively told yeah it's just like it's got a good flow to it it's got good it's got good story beats and moments that everyone remembers but it's not like it's not particularly like what's the what's twisty? the 64 game that has a story not even twisty but just like a story that's told i, I know paper mario would be one yeah the one like it's a weird thing, but one thing that always stands out to me is there's a Bomberman game Bom- that I like remember Bomberman actually. 64? I remember, yeah, I think it's like the second uh, second assault or second strike or something like that. Okay. Um, there was a Bomberman game that actually had a sort of like Mega Man esque type of story. Oh, cool! And there's like a you know there's like a love interest and. And a, and a rival character and stuff like that. And I remember like child me was like actually invested in that. Yeah. And that's what I mean. I feel like the same kind of thing happened in Mischief Makers where like there are story beats in that game that the game is trying to get you to believe are important. I feel like so it's I, my I feel think if i remember correctly it's made by the gunstar heroes yeah team. it's treasure like the group of people no but i mean specifically because you know there they, they, may have been like 50 people at treasure right but only like a handful worked on each game yeah I so i think specifically i don't the think director... treasure was ever really that big though that's true i still i i just i do remember specifically reading that somebody important on the gunstar heroes okay team was in charge of doing a big part of mischief makers so like that's, the, that's the same basic like direction yeah, like so that's that seemed like they were trying to do that. There's, and and so, because Gunstar Heroes wanted to have a story too. I feel like it did, like it, and it didn't. It didn't really matter, but it was. And the way that what they did with it, like, was sort of fun. Like, I'll I'll, I'll probably always remember the most about Gunstar Heroes is the part where you're where the bad guys are watching you fight other bad guys on the TV, and then yeah, jumping in and being like, "What?" And you get through like you have to play the game on yeah. that on that sort of like shrunken down screen while everyone else is watching yeah and i you really get past that. you get past the boss and then the uh, you see the other guy be like all right it's my turn i gotta go yeah that was that was one of those hey this is just this is like kind of story without being story yeah explicitly, yeah right yeah you're actually you're actually being shown and not told what's going on here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah that's really cool and mischief makers does a sort of similar thing where you've got your three mini bosses that are all like um that are all kind of like their own little like common rider or tokusatsu characters <laughs> yeah you know where they all go out and they're like i'm going to defeat you because justice just and then it turns out they're all being like manipulated by the bad guy but then you beat the bad guy and he's defeated and do you still have to fight them or something? You still again? have to fight the three and they make their stupid, like their stupid Voltron robot. And, and it's basically just like, it's just like at that point, it's basically just like 
a, a Virgil fight for like, all right, <laughs> we have to reclaim our pride. Like we don't actually want, like we're all on the same side and the, uh, and, and the conflict has been solved, but, uh, you beat us all up. So we just want to prove that we're stronger than you. Also, we all think you're super hot. (laughs) Weird. It's really weird. What, what makes that even weirder actually is the secret ending in the game, which I guess we'll talk about later, but the, your main character is either someone that's less than 16 or older than 16 based on an age input that you were asked at the start of the game. So she, like, she appears to be either 30 or 10. Yeah. And so either way you're getting the same weird dialogue, how everybody wants to like bang you. Yeah. That's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. At least they didn't it, do it some weird thing. Where you put like your reversed. age in at the beginning and it only affects like, it only affects like the age of the character itself, but it doesn't actually do that unless you get the secret ending. Yeah. But let's back up a bit. Yes. Um, because yes, yes. I want to actually there's a there's a lot to unpack here. Um, so Mischief Makers does something that I have not really seen before ever <laughs> or since before or probably since. for good reason. In that, okay, so it's got a it's got a whole collectible thing. It's a side-scrolling action game where your only real options for attack are to basically grab and pick things up and throw them shake, and shake. shake shake. And it's got some cool movement tech, some very cool movement tech. Yeah, it does actually. You got you got boosts in every direction, so you can have like a little hover jump. Um, you have a uh, you have like a roll and a slide and then the slide gives you like a you can do like a jump off the slide, which gives you like a super high, super far, fast jump, which is it almost reminds me of like the uh, it almost reminds me of like the hyper dash in Celeste. Oh, cool. I've actually never played Celeste, but I know what you're talking about. You should play Celeste. I know there's even a, a, an easy baby mode just for me. <laughs> It is tough, but I don't think it's I mean, to play through like the main story is not that bad. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure there's like, isn't there literally a mode that's just sort of you can walk on spikes or something like Probably. I know there's like a, there's like a really easy way to play the game. I, 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 I remember I'm, I'm that. sure that's true. Um, But yeah, the um, so, yeah, it's a it's side scroller. It's got some cool platforming stuff, really cool movement tech. I imagine the speed run of it is very, very cool. I watch. feel like it was at one of the GDQs recently. It I, must I, I have been. I didn't watch all of it, but I, I remember seeing one part that everybody was very excited when they were getting through it. More so than normal excitement, even though it was just people on, uh, on like, oh wow, Skype calls or whatever. What what? Mischief Makers appears to have not appeared at a GDQ since 2015. That's actually a decent amount of time. Wait, I mean, unless. Unless. Oh yeah, no. That's I saw one that said uh I I saw one that said twenty twenty one, but that's it's a Reddit post that was last commented on in twenty twenty one, but it's actually from six years ago. I, Apparently I there when... was a marriage proposal during that uh AGDQ twenty fifteen run of uh Mischief Makers. That's an that's I guess they really like the game. I mean I think it's more likely that they liked each other. Yeah, but to do it to do it at that moment, 
Well, think... like, yeah, but like it's a it's like a GDQ thing. It's like I made it to GDQ. We've I've I've you know I'm in, I'm in front of all these people. It's very okay, public. True. true. It's, you know I've achieved something really cool in my life. I'm gonna take this like potentially biggest moment of my life to, you know, make it, make it to the next level. Yeah. This isn't even my final form. So, anyway. Oh, by the way, I'm not downplaying a marriage proposal during a game. I think that's cool. I, I was I was more of just saying, wow, that they really must like like mischief makers. I mean, to speed run it at GDQ, yes. Yeah. They they must be at least somewhat. Uh, they must be at least somewhat okay with it. God, speeder, that would that's a rough one. There's there's a lot of games that I can understand, but Mischief Makers would be a hard one for me to get behind playing a lot of. Are you like <laughs> the thing about Mischief Makers is like, and and this is kind of what I want to get into. Um, speed running is almost required. Yeah, literally. Um, so like it has a it has a collectible thing where each stage has a gold gem and the way you get the gold gem is different for each uh for each individual stage. Mhm. Um sometimes it's just like sitting somewhere, sometimes you have to like shake a certain person or a certain item or fact, you have shake, to do things it. at a yeah, you have to shake shake. You have to do things in a certain order or just like break this thing or put these things into this into this pot and shake them up. And like there's oh, some a... of those some of those gold jewel the, getting those DK coins was yeah. was uh, without I, I a guide. Know. I don't know how you ever actually figure it out like you like, would have to. Yeah, because that one was the one that I'm thinking of was I think there was a bike involved like you could ride on a little tricycle, which was kind of cool. Yeah, but you, the, the sequence of that stage seemed obnoxious and it was just mm-hmm. all random kind of shake shaking until you got the right shake shake thing or what i don't know it it seemed painful yeah yeah there's 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 a lot i mean there was one where it's just like hey it's gonna be in a random missile that's flying across the stage so just grab oh, as yeah. many as you can and just shake shake all of them yeah that was one of the last that was actually when i asked to, you if like you're, if it's a it's an auto scroller so if you're against the left side of the screen and you shake shake it out of the thing uh you're gonna actually not get it because You'll it's going it. to like pop out and scroll off the screen before you can pick it up which is yeah. garbage well and then some of the other ones are hey kill this boss without getting hit which is everybody's favorite any yeah any of the ones with a boss the gold gem is kill the boss without getting hit so stupid so the reason the gold gems Wait, are no, important isn't there one where you just have to shake it like a hundred times until it spits it out Oh yeah, there. Yeah, there. Okay, so there's a couple of mini bosses where it's just like, oh, yeah, that's a just mini boss. shake them, just 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 shake, shake them. them, and eventually yeah. they'll give you a gem. But it's but it's also like a random chance thing. Okay, yeah, that's right. So, um, the reason the gold gems are important is because the gold gems are currency for you to be able to watch the ending. Hmm. Yes. And I remembered that from my childhood. And was like, I remembered being like somewhat, uh, I remembered being like somewhat invested in the story and wanting to know what happened. Yeah, of course. And I was like, but I, it was a rental. So it was like, I, it was a big enough deal that I even got to the end of the game in the first place. Sure. Uh, During, during like a rental period or two. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
And so, like, there was no way I was going to be able to go back through and get all the gold gems and 100% everything. But the, you know, coming back to it now, I was like, I remember never being able to do this. So I think it would be cool to play for the podcast and actually, like, go for the 100%, thinking that it would be a normal 100% to get. Just find all the gold gems in all the stages by, like, yeah, doing like whatever the weird... It like finding all the gold sculptures in in Ocarina. Right, right, right. So you know, it's, it's, it's just it's a matter reasonable. of just yeah. It's just a matter of use the guide and find all the spots to get all the special things. Right, like you're not you don't expect it to be easy. Like you know, you knew there was going to be some challenge involved, but you didn't quite expect this. I expected tedious more than challenging. Right. I expected like, oh, it's over here. It's hidden off the beaten path, but you have to go through these steps to get it. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, as long as you know what to do, it's not that big a deal. I did not expect like beat this Toho bullet spam boss without getting hit once. <laughs> I did not expect like speed run every stage in the game. And you every actually single speed stage. Run. You have to get an A A rank average on every stage. Yes. And if you're just playing it normally, you're going to get like a D or a C probably. Yes. And and the difference between that and an A rank is a lot of tiers. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I I so I went through and I A ranked everything in the first uh, in the first map or in yep. the first uh, stage, the first world, I should say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I got all of those. I got about half of the A ranks and in uh world two and then i hit one that is kind of like a uh you know like the mario stages that have like the the scrolling platform over the lava that you have to stay on <laughs> yeah okay so that oh i that... think i know what stage you're talking about actually yeah it's it's like the magma floats and there's like yes. moving platforms and you have to jump from platform to platform the a rank had... requires you to just boost jump off of the platform and just jump off of all of the obstacles and ignore the platforms yeah which you can do because you have like you've got your you've got your big slide jump and your your sort of like hyper jump dash thing and then you've got like air dashes. But here's the thing. I like I've got mischief makers behind me on the shelf, so I can say this, but I emulated this game so that I could stream it. Right, because you don't have a way to, to set I don't have up. a way to stream an N sixty four game directly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um it does not emulate well at all. Oh my god, it's a complete train wreck. It's so if really if you watched, bad. If you watch the stream of Dean playing um dot stream, mm. the the when when everything got on the screen and it was slug like sluggish and it sort of ruined the song a bit because it was kind of yeah. lagging out, right? It made the level kind of bleh. And yeah. when that happens in Mischief Makers, it somehow feels worse because the movement is so important. Like I don't Yes. It it just felt like you were doing it wrong yes. when it wasn't your fault. Yeah, it's it's really precise and like there's a lot of that's that level particularly. Yeah. Um, there is a point where you, you like you can kind of jump on the tops of platforms, but you're sure. above the screen. Like the camera doesn't scroll up to where you are. You're just kind of like you know those Mario levels and yep. like Mario yep. World where you go above the obstacles and yeah, you can like kind of see your you feet. Yeah. But you don't really know where you are because you're just off of the screen. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of tell where you are because you know your movement speed and you can kind of see where everything is below you and you know approximately where you want to be on the screen. So sure. you can kind of line it up and see where you're going to be. Okay, that gets a lot harder when you start losing frames. Right, right. 
it, when you have will. when you have frame rate lags and you you've got like the game starts like skipping around like it, like you don't know when you're going to come down because mm-hmm. it's the timing is different every time <laughs> so like there was a point where <laughs> i had miserable. to like i had to like slide jump off of a platform that was already too high it was already like off screen and i could kind of see my takeoff point and then i'm doing side boost or i'm like do like I do the jump and it's like boost, 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 boost to get as far as possible. And then I have to grab one of the clan balls yes. and like come down at just the right spot to grab that so that I can like kind of do a jump off of it and get onto a platform. <sighs> I tried that for about an hour and oh then God. and then decided, I you know what? YouTube exists. Which is what everyone said from the start. Like, you don't have to do this yourself. You could just watch the true ending. And I was like, no, I want to try to do it. I think it'll be fun. And it was until it wasn't. Dude, that you, <laughs> if you had spent like 15 hours getting 100% in that game and then saw that ending, you would have been like, yeah, that was. Whew. Oh, I'm already <laughs> mad. That's what I mean. I'm but imagine if you spent another ninety percent. Imagine if you spent, but the difference between how much you played the game and that extra ten percent is like double your game time. Oh, at least, at least, because there was like, there is one boss that to get the gold gem on it is like the the no damage boss, but it has like oh, four right. phases and they are all spam. Yeah. Yep. And you have to and get like, like, and you have to hope you hit the rocket at the end, right? Yep. <laughs> right. Isn't that yeah. the one where you like anime catch the rocket, which by the way looks really cool. It was really cool. No, it's actually a different one. Um, okay. the, the one that you're talking about, I could have actually done that. That was mm. actually, comparatively, that was easy. That one seemed reasonable. Yeah, that one was actually, that would, would actually have been reasonable. I actually, like, the time, when I did actually end up beating it, I, I feel like I actually, um, I only got hit like two or three times. Yeah, I think, I think you got hit by fight. the last rocket, actually. Might, that might have been the only time you got hit instead of catching it, you like... You caught it, literally, like, with your face. Yeah, yeah, that happened. <laughs> no, there was one uh, much earlier. It was, like, the end boss of World 3, I want to say. Okay. It's, like, Cerberus Alpha. And, so it, cool. like, even for people who know the game, it's like, yeah, this is miserable. <laughs> this, like, beating this one is like, don't, don't do this on stream. It'll be the whole stream. Just do this on your own time. Like, oh, yeah. there was that, that was, there was that one guy who was who popped into your stream that was clearly like a fan of mischief makers in yeah. general mm-hmm. was like yeah if you're going for 100 percent, you should do it off stream yeah <laughs> and and i did i was like i'm probably not going to do that but then i took like there were like three or four different sessions of me trying to grind out uh trying to grind out um stages and it just like what i did there was a couple where i i had the a rank but there's also S ranks and S ranks are considered like a perfect run. Now, does that bring up a B rank theoretically? Like if you had a B and C, a I thought and an so. S. Oh. And I was like, maybe like this stage seems kind of easy. Maybe I'll try to optimize it and like really, really get a good, good, good run and yeah. try to, uh, and try to like S rank it crappy one to offset one that I really don't want to grind out later. Sure. Um, so I spent hours on trying to grind out a couple of S ranks as well that never happened and oh. eventually so the so like s rank and a rank is another it's it's these are these are almost perfecting speedrun strats then yes s rank like of breaking the game completely with some sort of thing that shouldn't have happened to actually hit an s rank 
Yeah. You basically need a perfectly optimized speedrun to complete. the point where I am assuming that the marathon speedrun of the game, like I'm going to actually pop one of these up when we're when we're done here. Just I'm going out. to assume that the AGDQ runs of Mischief Makers, they probably only S rank about half the stages in a marathon <laughs> setting because it is like, you know how there's like there's the marathon like any percent run. But yeah. then some games will have like an individual level speed no, run. Wait, what do you mean? So there's there's categories where people will just try to run one level. Okay, yeah. And it's just like and it's like, okay, what is the what is the perfected optimized time for oh, just someone who runs yes. the individual level run, the IL. Yes. I get what you're saying now. Yes. Yeah. They're, so they're just like, okay, I'm just going to do one, three over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And this is Until like, the, this it. is the world record time for just doing an individual level. Okay. Yeah. So basically the S ranks and mischief makers are like optimized IL runs. <laughs> like they're all optimized individual level runs. 50, 50 of them. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Just about. And like, I would not at all be surprised if the if the actual like any percent world record is like 60 percent S ranks. Jesus, because it's just it is absolutely perfect. Yeah, to the like. So there is one where I like it's there's the one where it's like the free fall. OK, you, you kind of start at the top one. and there's like and it's kind of like doing a like like a spike fall. You yeah. kind of have to like slide back and forth, kind of like the end of like oh, the, yes, the Battletoads yes. tunnel sequence. Yep. Yep. Where you're kind of like going back and forth, back and forth. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, I looked up how to get into that or how to, how to like optimize that. And it's like, yeah, you have to do a lot of down boosting and then you have to grab everything at the first possible moment. And I yeah, had a run where I was like, okay, this is like, I down boosted the whole time. Like, I grabbed the star, I just boost, 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 boost. I took no damage, I didn't hit anything. Completely optimized run, that's gotta be it. I was a half second off the pace. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I literally don't know where to find another half second. I mean, half second. <laughs> We're already talking about a time frame that shouldn't be talked about when just trying to see the ending to a video game. Right. I mean, I had the A rank, but I was trying to get the S rank, right? I guess that's true. Okay, fair, fair, fair. And the S rank really is like the perfect, perfect, perfect run. And I like, I, I had a walkthrough up and I was like, it was like, all right, here's how you do it. You just got to down boost everything. Like, make sure you grab the star at the first possible, uh, at the first possible opportunity. Make sure you do the, uh, the dash boost jump to get to the end. Cause that'll get you through that last little corridor faster to get to the star yeah. faster. And like, and I did all of that. I was like down boost the whole time. And, and I did, I pulled off the jump and I was like, Oh, that's really clean. And I was like, all right, you've done like, you've done it. It took 22 seconds, 0.56. And it needs to be under 22. And I was like, all right, I hate this. Like, yeah, this that would have, that would have been, this is not anywhere near worth it. If if I had somehow gotten to that point, that would have been the the straw for sure. That would, um, that would have been it. 100 the, the one undone. where it's like you do it, and it's like that felt perfect. That felt perfect at a point where it's like almost beyond my abilities. I just yeah, kind like of like lucked into a perfect run. Yeah, it was cleaner than it even should have been, and it's like nah, 
And yeah. then at that point, you're just, okay. Yeah, you're right. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm done. Yep. It was at a point where I was like, you know, I, I know the game's not emulating poorly, but I know that the game is emulating poorly. It's not emulating well. Right. I wonder if maybe there's a weird thing where like the the game lag is like affecting the game's actual frame rate, but maybe the in-game timer runs differently. Yeah, it could be sure. So I like mean, the, like possible. maybe there is actual slowdown in the game that is in some weird is it possible? computer way it's slowing down the gameplay but not the in-game timer. I was about to say is it possible that even the emulator you're running at was somehow running at a wrong clock speed or something like that too. Like you, you, so so for instance, getting in Final Fantasy 9 to to get the Excalibur tree, you have to beat the game in twelve hours. You have to you have to not beat the mm. game. But you have to get to almost the very last part of the game in twelve hours, right? Right. Now, you to do that, I think there's ways to do it now. But originally, it was you had to do dumb stuff like open up your disc tray to stop the like to skip the cutscene, and then because otherwise the clock was kept going while you were ah, while you were doing it, like times. all this really stupid stuff. But to make matters even worse, it's almost I think it's impossible outside of glitches to get it on the eu version of the game because of the 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 way that the clock speed runs on the system itself compared to how the game calculates it oh yeah probably because of the frame rate difference because pal runs right. 50 frames per second exactly so so it i think that 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 and a lot of times enough... igt is tied to the frame rate correct and so then and then that adds enough time to the actual game that it becomes i think either impossible or you have to do some you know something that you shouldn't have to do right on top of the things you shouldn't have to do already to, mm -hmm. to get the to get the item so there may be something weird with that yeah in the so, emulation too it's totally possible right but it was at a point like it's at a, regardless of what it is it may have been nothing like that it may have just been a skill thing and there was just something that was beyond me yeah absolutely which which is equally as dumb that, for for this yeah <laughs> the fact that i was actually thinking of it in terms of like is there a technical reason why i'm physically unable to do this yeah cool let's let's let's, let's be clear i'm sure people listening to this kind of already know that but you're not you're you're really good at uh action like precision platforming games like that's I, that's something that you are you you are quite good at i mean are you the best in the world no but you know you can get through i want to be the guy you can right you can right. you can you do all these these types of challenges and they're exciting for you it's not like something that you don't want to do right like this is this is within my wheelhouse yeah it is it is in my comfort zone it is a type of game that i that i feel confident that i can play at a reasonably high level Right. But the demand for this, like I literally was like practicing and grinding out and looking up stuff, doing things that I don't normally do for a video game. Cause it's like, I just, there was a part of me where it's like, you know what? I just want one. Right. I just want the feeling of S ranking one of these stages. I think it would be cool. It would feel nice. Well, you, you spent this time playing it and you're kind of like, yeah, this is, I, I, I can do this. Yeah. It'll be like part of beating the game for you, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just like one of those, it's just one of those achievements where it's like, you know, I'm not, it's entirely too much time investment to think about doing this for every single stage. But like, let me pick out one of the easier ones that I have a decent handle on and see if I can't like shave some time off and optimize it. I think that'd sure. be cool. And yeah, it's, it's just, the, the game's just like, no, not good yeah, you're, enough. You're not having fun with this. Sorry, buddy. You're not good enough. Do better try harder yeah and i just i in i had enough of that eventually where i was like you know what i it's 
it made the it made me dislike the game. I, in general, really liked Mischief Makers. They do for a game where you have no real attack function other than like grab and throw. They do a lot with that. It's really yeah. impressive. And it's and and the and the it's sort of fun, silly. Aside from the weird sexual stuff, there, yeah. there's there's a lot of like silly moments in the game that takes place. Like the one family with the the dad and the the kids and stuff, and you're always trying to like collect them and throw. Oh them yeah, into their, and the dad's like, like, I just wanna, I just wanna go. I just leave me alone. Right. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to abandon this family, and you won't let me. Right. Like it's clearly not. It's it it's it's kind of screwed up, but it's it's also funny. Like you you and, laugh yeah. at it. And you bring him back to the family and then you meet that family again later on and they have like four more kids and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. You're like, the hell happened here? And they're like, <laughs> you know what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's really silly stuff like that. That's yeah. that's makes you smile. There's really, like really silly irreverent humor in it. Mm hmm. And um, yeah, the game like tries to take itself more seriously than it probably ought to. Yeah. It, I think it's at its best when it's silly. But it also hits that very night, like something about anime in the 90s. They thought that the the creepy, lecherous, old grabby hands man. Yes. Was like something that we should laugh at. And it's not. (laughs) And it showed up like it's like there's so that character is here. Uh, I think my first exposure to it was in Ranma one half. Mine was just Master Roshi. In Master general, Roshi right? is probably the big one. Yeah. But like, yeah, that character was like super prevalent in anime from that era because that was just a trope. Yeah. It was just the creepy old man with <laughs> the grabby hands. <laughs> and it's funny. It's, well, that's already a problem. But then it's like, oh, hey, you're 10. <laughs> like. Well, that was the thing about Master Roshi is at least that it was always like Bulma or whatever, right? <laughs> it, I it, mean, at least Bulma, it, like, I'm not he saying did it it's in okay. Dragon Ball when Bulma was like 14. Oh, yeah, she was a kid in Dragon Ball. That's true. I forgot about that. Because they, well, you can never he tell. He doesn't discriminate, so, but he to, really needs to in this particular way. This one, this one's even worse than that, though, because he literally says, you're like my daughter. Yeah. And then, then, then in the next scene... He's making those those grabby hands. And yeah, was, the grabby I, that hands. That was when I was like, oh, that's that's too much. It's already kind and of... And then in the next next scene, if you actually get... So we, we've we alluded to the, the secret oh, right. ending. Ex- explain how the ending works we haven't, before we even talk about the scenes. I don't think so you have talk to about get, the timer. Yeah, you have to get all of the gold gems. The gold gems act as currency, and they tick down like a timer to let you see the final cutscene of the game. Yeah, so, so you're literally, watching, you, it's you, like you just beat a video game. Yes, you, and and it's it's showing you the cutscene, and in the top left corner of the cutscene, the currency that you've collected throughout that game is slowly ticking from whatever number it is all the way down to zero. Yeah, however many you've collected, it just starts ticking down. Which, by the way, watching the credits also costs part of that currency. <laughs> yeah, seeing the people that made this game. <laughs> so, like, that's probably like ten gems by itself. So there's the yeah. actual ending of the game, which probably takes like the first half of the gems, I would say. It's also kind of like stupid. I don't know. It was just sort of whatever. Maybe it's just because I was frustrated and wanted to see what the ending was going to be and I knew we weren't going to see it. So it, it kind of ruins the whole ending sequence, right? 
because knowing you just that you're a, not going to get all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you just notice it ticking down. You're like, what, what's happening? Like, I don't understand. Like if it was your first time, I imagine when right. you saw it as a kid, you were like, what? I don't get it. Like, why, why is this ticking down? At well, first, it's right? ominous, right? It's a number yeah. that's ticking down to zero. And it's like, what happens when you get down to zero? Yeah. And then like mid scene, it just, just cuts out. Bye. It just cuts out. You get the, you get the little tile thing that wraps in. And it's like, okay, that's all the ending you get. So, so super weird. Super. St- I, I, I understand I having it. a secret ending, like have a secret ending that you only get to see if you collect all the things. I, 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 that's, that's fine. Right. I, I don't, I don't have a big problem with that. Uh, is you still get an ending. Maybe it's not the best ending. Maybe you don't get to see the scene where the main character and the other main character totally have like a little hug or something like yeah. that, or like something silly happens where the bad guy's not actually dead or what, whatever it is. I don't care. That's, that's cool. And then you get rewarded for collecting all of the stuff and going the extra mile. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's totally fine. Yeah, and this is kind of the uh, this is kind of the Metroid approach, where it's like, yeah, this is the like, hey, did you beat it as did you beat this game as hard as you could possibly beat it? Okay, here's the sexy CG of your female main character. <laughs> that that changes either it's either like a ten or twelve year old little girl or like a you know mid twenties or whatever. Yeah, woman. That changes based on what you said your age was. Right. So the idea is like the, you know, Marina, your play, your player character is like a, a cyborg bot. And at the end of it is like, hey, you want you want to have you want to be a real girl. That's... Same with all the Sentai warriors, right? Yeah. They all get like, hey, well, they're all like, you know, we'll return you to your human form. And they're like, oh, yeah, we were human before. It's like, OK, that wasn't really ever addressed, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> And they all they all get their human forms and it's fine. They they look cool. And then Yeah, one dude's a Yakuza, the other dude's very he's like a beautiful, a beautiful He's clearly uh, a host. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what he is. Yes. He works at Stardust. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so and and then like the very end is like this dude on the on the uh, Goku cloud. This old man on the Goku cloud oh, yeah. just yeah. shows up and is like, hey, Marina, do you also want to be a human? She's like, yeah, cool. That sounds great. That, that, yeah. that sounds good. I'll do that. Sweet. And then like at the very beginning of the game, when you create your save file, you put in your age. And if your age is 16 or younger, then Marina becomes like a, a you know, a younger, like adolescent. I, I don't want to say child because she looks like she's probably like 15. It's, 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 it's around teen. It's like that beginning. It's anime age. Yeah. So if it's an anime age, she's 20. (laughs) No, but I mean like anime (laughs) age in terms of like it, they all take place in middle or high school. Yeah. yeah, She's in there somewhere. Hey, at least, you know, at least they didn't do the reverse where if you said you were older, you got a little girl pick. You never know. (laughs) Oh, they may as well have. Oh, it's creepy. I hate it. I'm sorry. Real talk. Like, I actually think that her younger character model is, like, a better character model. Her older character model doesn't really look that much different from her actual cyborg form. I I just... But, like, her younger one actually, like, I don't know, she looks cute. She's in, like, a little, she's in, like, a little dress and... So the fact that it's sexualized either way, it yes, it, it, it turns it, where the it, problem it makes it where I just, I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I, I just, yeah, actually... Either way, because the... The uh, regardless of whether she is an adult woman or an adolescent child, 
old man gets hearts in his eyes after after in his dying breath being like, I've always thought of you as a daughter. Uh, goodbye. And then he's like, JK, I'm totally fine. Yeah, let me grab your ass. Yeah. And then like and then she turns into her human form and old man who said, I thought of you like a daughter is like, hey, 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 hey hearts in my she's eyes. So, yeah. And he's like, hooray, she's finally human. Right, right. As like with the implication sort of being like, I always wanted to molest her and that's why I made her in the first place. I mean, and, I, and the- it makes me it makes me like retroactively hate everything about this game. Yeah, because like it's 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 the, the running gag of the whole game is that you're trying to rescue this old man, but you're also the person that's throwing him into outer space at the end of every stage because he's like grabbing you in some right. way. Now Which... that does that only happens a couple of times. I know other times he 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 like he, well, the one time he gets he gets kidnapped because the bad person sort of remotely tiny, not at all, looks like Marina. And then he can't, like, stop himself from chasing after her because right. he wants to touch her. Yes. Like, it's it's so, it's it's it really is, uncomfortable that it is, she could it be is, a kid. Yeah, it is uncomfortable and gross, and it is, like, there's no... Damn it, treasure. <laughs> there is no way to justify it. You can't, other, like... Other, well, that's, the closest that's the I ones... got is, like, this is a trope that was common in that era, but every, but the thing is... The whole trope and every instance of it, they are all equally indefensible. It's it's one of those things that you just you you have to you have to say this is because of the time that it was like released. It doesn't make it okay. It just makes yeah. it 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 puts, but the it, thing puts is, a, it wasn't the a time 50s. stamp on it. It was well, the no. mid nineties. <laughs> Late nineties. Old 90s men even. molesting young girls was not okay in the nineties either, and it wasn't a funny joke then either. <laughs> Japan, Japan's an odd place, though, because I mean, there's there are shops that sell, you know, images know. of upskirts. Uh, I know of, of I, real people. Like, I know, and I like I understand that it was like societally normalized there at that time, and to an extent, even still. Yeah, but I am, of. but I am still landing. Oh, we can fight against on, it. Like it, <laughs> that doesn't make it okay. I am, I am okay being against this. <laughs> I still, I it's it's weird. I think because I grew up with it, like Master Roshi still makes me laugh. But when I actually think about it, you're right. It's really, really wrong. Well, and it's like, like we can go into like larger societal issues with Japanese culture, and the sure. fact that they're like they're they're the rights gap between the sexes in Japan is one of the more problematic in the industrialized world. Yeah. And I feel like these types of things, this doesn't make it better. <laughs> this, this plays into that in a big way. Yeah. And that sucks. So I like think... being confronted with that was like, this is a particularly, this is a particularly bad instance of that. Cause like at least master Roshi doesn't, doesn't like grab on people and be like you're like my daughter <laughs> like jesus <laughs> yeah, right. that's that's what made this so much worse like it's the that's worst actually what possible did it, version the, of bef- that before that it was just sort of like a okay whatever it's weird i don't like it but yeah that's it's 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 a it's a part of its time i suppose whatever yeah. the daughter comment was i was like oh that that really hits really wrong yeah you know, like the whole. It's too like, bad we have to talk about this in myth about mischief makers, right? Like, yeah, 
I, I don't think it's I don't think it's avoidable. No, it's not. I'm not I'm not saying it's it is or it should be. I'm, I'm saying it's it's too bad that that's like a, a part of the game that you have to talk about. Yeah. If you're really thinking about the experience of the game when because because the game itself is one of those. Hey, this is cool. Yeah, this is a this is a really awesome 2D, 2D, 3D, whatever experience uh, on the 64. It's it's a game that I would always have said, hey, yeah, you should definitely check it out, even though it wasn't one that I particularly liked as a kid mm-hmm. it was always one that i was like yeah i've played that and you should try it because it's an interesting it's yeah. a very interesting experience it's it's one of those games that makes me lament there not being more 2d games in that era yeah because they were able to do a lot of really cool stuff with 2d in that Dude, area we but, the, but a... the rush to early 3d was what was prevalent at the time right i mean we could have had a sweet metroid is what i always yeah. when i think about it right like i mean they tried a... right mm-hmm but then they but then they were like, no, we have to make it 3D. And then the N64 just didn't get one. And then they just gave it to Retro and then we got Prime. Yeah, which was cool. And Prime was good, but like it still sucks that we keep going entire eras without Metroid games. Well, it feels like Prime kind of ruined. I know we're getting sidetracked here, but it feels like Prime sort of ruined what Metroid is to me. I like Prime. I loved actually I really like Prime a lot. I liked all three of them. Yeah, no, they're, they're all fun. really good games, but they I, I get what you're they saying. They don't feel in that like they, Metroid yeah. anymore. And, they and are now it's practically a spin-off series. Right, right. Cause because it's that's not really how so despite all of its numerous problems, and I don't even really like um Platinum that much, but the what you call it game, um or no, it wasn't Platinum, was it? I don't was know what we're Team talking Ninja? about. The uh Other M? Uh, yeah. Other M is Team Ninja. That's Team Ninja, and I, I don't really like their their des, their design philosophy for hey, this is now a harder boss. Let's just make it more of a damage sponge, so you have to do the, the yeah. trick of whatever the mechanic is more times to like that. To me, is really terrible design. Yeah. Um, but that game was fun to play. Aside, if you just you know, you just muted the story segments because those were stupid. kind of the same deal as Mischief Makers. Like the actual <laughs> yeah, experience some, of playing ways. the game casually is good every like all of the dressings and trappings around it kind of make it progressively worse <laughs> yeah like i understand why people like other m is horrible i i don't disagree with you i just happen to have fun playing the game uh and i feel like that that's that's kind of where mischief makers is falling right now yeah <laughs> where, where i there's would not a lot be upset of, if a someone lot of like stuff, this is bad there was a lot of stuff in mischief makers that made me that made me say out loud oh this is so cool Right, oh, that's right. really that's really neat. I like that. And then, like every time someone talked, I was like, "No, no." And, like there was a whole stage that was just like doing the Olympics. Oh, I don't. Like, I, you I remember that, that one? one. It's no, like I a bunch that of one. It's like a bunch of little mini games. No, that is there's, cool. There's a race game, and then there's like a race game with hurdles, and there's one where you <laughs> literally just have to solve math problems by shaking balls with numbers on them to answer the math problem. Okay, that's funny. Yeah, there's like they do a bunch of like cool little things in there that make it like a really interesting, neat little game. And and the 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 movement controls are good. And like some of the way that they use the mechanics, like they keep kind of mixing up the things that you do in the game. And and the whole thing's kind of silly and irreverent. And I think if there was like if there were no if there was no dialogue and side stuff in that game, then it would have been really fun to play casually. And if they made the collection aspect of the game slightly less miserable, God. I think it would have been a better game overall. Yeah, you should you should be able to get the ending of the game without 
mm-hmm. bashing your head against the wall. I suppose in a sense you kind of can. Because the like the actual normal ending of the game, the all the pre-credits stuff, only takes about half the gems. Yeah, but, but so you can see that, that, and then and then there's the credits, and then the only post-credit stuff is like, okay, here's everyone's human forms. But the human forms of the Sentai people is fun. Like it it's is stupid. fun. It is but fun, fun, but it's extra. I guess. I guess. So but you can I kind guess... of say, but at the same time, it's possible to go through the whole game with zero gold gems, and if you do that, you literally get no ending. Right. I was going to say, to even see the real ending, you still have to get a lot of gold gems. Yes. You need like 30 of the 50. Like something like half. Yeah. And, and the, the, the and it's not worth normal, it. The normal ending doesn't even, it doesn't even make, it doesn't even talk about Marina. No, she's barely even in it. It's all the side characters who you forgot existed and you don't care about. That's what I mean. It's, it's such a strange ending point. I, I don't know. It's it's a game where like they clearly the writers clearly thought that like the the side characters that you meet in the first couple of uh, in the first couple of chapters that all show up in like two levels. Yeah, that you really like they feel like they've actually developed them as characters to the point where you care what happens to them at the end of the game. Yeah, because you're 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 going to like uh, it's it's like that kid's adventure of saving his friend or sister or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's you're supposed to care. And I'm like, I don't even know who this person is. Yeah, I literally exactly. am just watching a random cutscene. Like it's, it could have just been the ending to any game ever, like just anything. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have mattered. It, it had nothing to do with Mischief Makers. Like I remembered it was the kid models. with the cap that turned into the just the big uh, the block robot. Yeah, the block man. Like yes. I remember that level. That was a cool level. But like it like I, I didn't care. But like that was a mechanic for that. That was a mechanic for that level more so than an actual character. Well, and and it's the ending to the video game about the person you just played as. <laughs> it's it's very weird. Yeah, it's like the character that you use is the character that you care about. But the ending is about the world and the world yeah. is not well enough established to earn that ending. So none of it matters. Like, I don't care. Yeah, like, I didn't sure, care like about if, if... any of that. If a Mario game ended and Mario wasn't in the cutscene until the end of it, but it was all the other characters in Mario, you'd be like, this is fine. Because you know all about the stuff in Mario universe. And then Mario shows up at the end and just does like a freaking jump. You would have been like, that's fine. It doesn't matter. It's it's Mario. Everyone knows the world and what's in it. But it's, it's this, like if you, it would be like if you beat Ocarina of Time and 70% of the ending was about what happened to Talon and the mask salesman. <laughs> yeah aside from them just having a little they're inside of aside from them just being part of the parade that happened yeah the big campfire dance <laughs> the big campfire dance yeah like, like it's fine for them to show up but it's like but i mean it, literally it'd be like if you got a, a an extended cut scene about what's going to happen to lon lon farm and it's yeah, just let, talon and malin talking about like what they're going to do from now on i think it says something when the the a, a better ending is just a classic nintendo parade like an yeah. infinitely better ending is just a regular Nintendo parade than what what we got, and this was supposed to be like an actual cutscene ending where you're where you're caring about the characters. Yeah, like, uh, like an actual want... story ending where there's like actual emotional beat. Like nothing is earned. None of it is earned. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Stupid then the, and then the actual one hundred percent that I was grinding for the whole time is just like. J- would you like to see the the sexy cg of this child 
and then see an old man be all creepy about it so that you can leave the whole game on a sour note. <laughs> is that what you want? Does that sound fun to you? Great. Here it is. This is what you worked so hard for. <sighs> yeah. Mischief Makers was fun. Fuck Mischief Makers. <laughs> <laughs>